Hello and welcome to the May 2019 podcast from 4Pure. I'm Daniel Nielsen and in this episode we're going to meet two new starters. Alex has joined us in logistics and when he's not bombing around in a forklift truck he's finding great spots to bomb around with on a skateboard around London. Um, and we also meet a new office manager Katerina to talk about her role, the scene in Slovenia and ramen. Well ramen just because. Uh, but first I talked to John to discuss the marvellous monsoon and the fascinating way that the beer moves from an initial idea to the finished product and what a finished product it's such a good beer but really was what I found it really interesting about this chat was just the different constraints and the different ideas and how a beer moves from an idea to a beer listen in so uh, we are going to be talking about the beer that's in our hands yeah monsoon monsoon tasty beer tasty beer so yeah it's a 4.7 percent um oh yeah yeah, it's a nice little hoppy little number. The idea exactly. is that it's 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 playing in that sort of session IPA, yeah. pale ale kind of space. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference for us really with this beer as compared to you know the American pale or the session or anything like that is that this is really um, a beer that's designed for draft. It's really something that we want huh. to have pouring locally in London where it, the beer is super fresh we can deliver it directly ourselves right and we have complete control and we'll, we're gonna put a really short shelf life on it huh, interesting. And, uh, and brew it so that it's designed for being drunk super fresh and tasty and delicious like this Wow so how okay what was the genesis of something like that was that kind of through the market just because you wanted to try something else did um, what was lacking that you thought this is the beer that we need to make? I guess it's that um, we realized that we needed to have something available for our long, like especially our long time sort of loyal local customers that okay. only they could get. Okay, okay. And okay. we realized huh. we didn't really have anything like that. Right. That was, uh, so that's where the idea came along. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay. And then how did you make the jump from that to monsoon? Uh, so, yeah, so the, 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 the beer ticks many of the boxes in terms of what we thought we needed in order to fill that gap. So yeah. we wanted something that was where uh, it made sense for it to be something that would be consumed fresh and yeah. where we could deliver it directly mm-hmm. so that the enjoyment of the product would be like as good as possible. So okay. that's, that's where freshness and then hoppiness and then drinkability, sessionability. So we wanted yeah. to sort of find like that nice sweet spot, you know. So it's an unfiltered beer. It's got a lot of hops in it. It's got, um, uh, yeah, it's really tasty. It's really, really good. Balanced though. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. This is exactly when I was at CBC. These are the sort. This is exactly the sort of beers that I kept yeah. coming back Going, to. That yeah. kind of four percent. You know that. What's it, how strong is this? Four point seven. Yeah, four point seven percent. There's something that's just drinkable, especially on a nice day like this. Yeah, exactly. So that's what. We, so we, uh, we we realized we didn't really have a product that sort of fit that brief. You know, so we okay. figured out we 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 design one basically. Okay. Okay. Let's get geeky. What's mm-hmm. in it? <clears throat> okay. So. Um, the base malt is our regular house uh, pale ale malt from Baird's, mm-hmm. and then it's got a bit of wheat malt and a bit of um, golden naked oats from Simpsons. Okay. So the wheat gives it a little bit of structure, uh, the golden naked oats add a little bit of uh, viscosity and uh, a little sweetness. 
Um, okay. And then uh, we use a, just a touch of maltodextrin in there as well, just to add a touch of what? maltodextrin. Okay. Get okay. a little bit more body. Okay. 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 Um, and then in terms of hopping, um, it's there's a large amount of uh, citra. There's is some, citra the is citra the main kind of characteristic? Citra's about fifty percent okay. of, of the hopping in this, and okay. then we've got it doesn't scream citra though, does it? Because there's a lot of things going on. Okay. Yes, we've got we've got Simcoe, um, we've got Amarillo, uh, okay. a little Falconer's Flight, okay, uh, okay. as well. Uh, so it's got it's got other constituents, but uh, but I would say it's, it's mostly a citra and. Simcoe and then yeah, kind of equal parts Simcoe Amarillo. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, And an aside question: mm. Are the big name hops, Simcoe, um, Amarillo, all these ones, are they more expensive? Citra. Is it more expensive to brew with these? So hops? so, I'm not gonna like give you exactly what we pay, but. No. Um, for us, like Citra, Simcoe, Mosaic, uh, for instance, they all cost about the same okay. for the amount okay. that we have contracted. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I reckon, you know. Uh, Are they the upper end of hop prices? So far, the most expensive hop that we have contracted mm -hmm. um, is Amarillo, and we okay. pay about fifty percent more for Amarillo than we do for Citra, for instance. Wow. Okay. 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 And then Galaxy comes in at about. 10 to 20 percent more than Citra. Okay, and and does that factor into the kind of the? Is that part of the decision making when you're designing you, so a beer? You, so well? you start with like, what's the end goal? Like, what do you what what, what do you want the beer to be like? Yeah. Um, you try to visualize what it would be like to like to drink it, to smell it, to to look at it. Mm -hmm. Then you sort of design a recipe that achieves that end. Yeah. And then you kind of have to run it through the sort of. Um, the gauntlet of, of making sure that it's actually a beer that can be viable commercially. Okay. You know, so you got to make sure that you can actually sell it because yeah. if we're going to brew, because if it's going to cost a fortune, then yeah, if we're, yeah. you know, if we're going to brew uh, 150 hectoliters or something, we have to be able to sell 150 hectoliters. Yeah. So you have that reality that you have to confront. But luckily, mm -hmm. where we are now with the market, you know, people are willing to, to pay six pounds for a pint. People yeah. are willing to, you know, people are willing to pay for quality. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. actually it's it's not really the case that there's a, there's a ton of pushback on that front. Really, sure. it's 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 more about how good is the execution, and then uh, fortunately. Um, yeah, it's not really, you know, if, if, if you're trying to sell a four and a half percent session IPA mm -hmm. and, and, and it's and it's going to be priced like a like barley wine, then yeah, you're going you're to have a problem. Yeah. But, okay. but that okay. doesn't happen very often. So. Sure. Okay. Interesting. Sorry. Yeah. Bit of an aside there. No, that's fine. Um, so it's double dry hops. The other thing to note okay. about this beer is the yeast strain that we use. Okay. So we use a yeast strain called um, CL50 from Omega Yeast, which is a strain that I really like. Okay. Uh, it's very clean when fermented at cooler temperatures. It, it, it leaves a lot of body behind in the beer, and, and it, it helps accentuate both hops and malts sort of equally. And I'm finding myself increasingly drawn towards strains like that that, that kind of accentuate both hop and malt characteristics. Do, do, like, is it does it work kind of like salt on a steak? Does it kind of boost flavors, or does it kind of reflect the flavors? It kind of steps back. And it lets okay. the um, other ingredients shine. Right. Okay. Um, but it does so in a way that is that at the same time 
imparts enough body, I think, for okay. the for the for the beer to be interesting. Okay. If you compare it to like um, your regular American ale yeast, for instance. Yeah. Uh, like USO five or you know California ale zero zero one from White Labs. Yeah. Those strains. Um, will accentuate hops a little bit more than this strain will. Right, okay. But they'll also make the beer a little bit more dry and bitter seeming. Okay. Whereas this strain, mm -hmm. um, with the same exact recipe, yeah. will make the beer seem a little bit more full-bodied. Huh. And will okay. also make uh, the beer seem a little bit less bitter. Yeah, okay. Interesting. And the, so going back to the double dry hopped, yep. you explain that process a little bit. Sure. So we do. You hear about it all the time. Mm -hmm. So we, so we so there are different ways that you can do that. But yeah. when the way that we do it, or at least the way we do it in this beer, is we do the first dry hop, which is with about forty percent of the overall dry hop by weight. We do that um, when the beer is between nine and seven Plato. So we're talking about one third of the way through fermentation. Okay. And then we do the second dry hop when fermentation has completed. So we'll wait for fermentation to be done, mm -hmm. uh, for it to be stable for a few days. We'll do the dry hop at that point, and and um, and we'll do that dry hop uh, without doing any um, uh, temperature changes. We'll, we'll we'll just do that after mm -hmm. things have been static for a few days. Right. Okay. Okay. And and what is the benefit of doing it twice? Twice. Or oh, really, what you're doing is in the middle bit. Is that right? Yes. You're adding. You're adding the other double bit. In in so while it's a third way through fermentation. The main reason we do the first one earlier is we want to have the contact time between the hops and the actively fermenting yeast. Okay. And that's because uh, the chemical process that occurs uh, between yeast cells. And Hop oils, active yeast cells, and hop oils is, mm -hmm. it creates a process called biotransformation, which which gives you a different set of hop derived characteristics in beer than if you are to dry hop or let's say infuse those oils directly into the beer in the absence of yeast. So the what, what we're getting basically mm -hmm. is more of a soft uh, and tropical kind of set of characteristics right. and then and then the later edition gives you a little bit more uh, I guess you could say of a bright um, and maybe a little bit more grassy a little bit more traditional sort of citrus or piney kind of right. set of characteristics and the latter sort of two-thirds or so of the hops by weight yeah. are added later. Right. In a more conventional way. Although even there, we're doing the, that addition uh, basically at fermentation temperatures, whereas normally uh, we tend to do that kind of addition at a slightly cooler temperature. So right. we would want to have a little bit less yeast present for those okay. later dry hop additions okay. normally. Huh. Right. Blimey. Um, and what... What is the shelf life on this? And what, what is the bit that drops out? Why so, does it need to be drunk fresh? So I don't actually remember specifically what we ended up saying the shelf life would be for this product. Um, 
but there's always different ways you can think about shelf life. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's a best buy. So it's not it's not like it, it's not like it just goes off overnight. It's a yeah. it's a best buy uh, date that we put on our products. And um, so in this case, uh, or you know, in all in the case of all hoppy beers and especially the low alcohol hoppy beers, mm -hmm. you really want to drink it fresh in order to appreciate the hop characteristics as it, or in the form uh, as intended so that means that that kind of passion fruit citrus caddy you know those those kinds of mm -hmm. tropical fruity flavors that we're kind yeah. of looking for in most modern hop forward beers yeah uh, because over time those those flavors either drop off or they uh, change due to oxidation and and, and just staling uh, effects and that and then you know the the beer gets to be sweeter and mm -hmm. the flavors change in a way that's less desirable so the fact that this is low alcohol and it's very hop forward and that's kind of the the main thing going on in this beer right. means that you want to drink it even fresher okay um final question why is it called Mumsu? uh you know <laughs> It's, it's a great name. It's it's a, if you say so. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I you no, it's fine. It's a good. It's it's you know, it is what it is. It, it doesn't I, it doesn't necessarily describe the beer. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't I don't really. I'm not I'm I'm terrible at naming beers. Okay. I, okay, I, okay. I, just, I can't do if it. If it was up to you, it would be slight quite hoppy session. Yeah, I'm just not good at naming beers, so I, I don't so so I don't even know. Yes, I don't know. But okay. I like. Okay. Well, my like, next conversation like, is about that. I do yeah. like the name. It's a good name. Yeah, it and is. It's, good. And it's, but you know, it's a, it's a good beer, so it's it's worthy of a good name. Yeah, quite right. Do you think it will, given that it's for kind of keg and local area in London, do you mm. think it'll continue to be brewed? I hope so. Yeah, it's really good beer. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Let's clink because it sounds good on the podcast. There yeah, we go. There you go. Nice one. Cheers. There you go. Thanks, John. It's such a good one. After that, I went down and had another one. Anyway, so now we're going to talk to Alex. Like I say, Alex is new. He's in logistics and yeah, get to know him. Here I am with Alex, new starter. Welcome. Welcome to 4Pure. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, so uh, you've been here since February, I guess. What? Um, tell us about your role. What do you do? Uh, official title is warehouse and forklift operator so it depends it changes um get three shifts each so they vary from each week uh morning shift so opening up getting all the stock out getting everything ready for the day um and then that's the sort of transport all the new package stuff from 16 into unit six and seven receiving stuff in um then there's the not so early shift, but still quite early. Uh, half eight. Are you, are you an early, are you an early starter anyway? I'm not personally no, but um, you are now. Oh uh, yeah, have to, yeah. <laughs> not by choice, but yeah. no, yeah. Um, but that one's just picking shifts. They're doing the orders, sort of getting them wrapped, getting them ready to go out, and then the closing shift is where I just 
come a bit later, help out with a bit of everything, getting stock ready for the drayers, and then just packing everything away, yeah. Right, okay. And, and which, uh, which bit of the job do you enjoy most? I'd say probably doing the morning shift is kind of my favourite because it's sort of, it's a lot, you're constantly doing something, so it does, right. time does go a little bit quicker. Not that being here is a bad thing, it's just like, come in, you know what you're doing, you don't have to question anything. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, it's more, uh, how do you say, like a timetable, you know exactly where you've got to be, so right, I right. prefer than getting yeah. a bit lost sometimes. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and you get to bomb around on a forklift truck, which for anybody who doesn't get to bomb around on a forklift truck is really jealous about. I would say they're missing out, yeah. It's a bit like Tokyo Drift out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got to be careful, but... Yeah, you can have some fun with it. I won't drop myself in it too much. But <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. And, and what were you doing before? So, you've, yeah, you've been here since February. What were you doing before you joined uh, Fort Pure? I uh, lived in Cornwall and just working in sort of various cafes and kitchen jobs. So mm -hmm. my first, like, I'd say call it a proper job. Right, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, first proper job and a logistical sort of job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, further change to be honest. Yeah. And are you from Cornwall? Is that your yeah. neck of the wood? Whereabouts? Born and raised in Penzance, PZ. Right. Uh, the California of England, people to call it. <laughs> and is that true? What, what, what do you get up to in Penzance? Uh, like, like again, it sounds it sounds kind of idyllic, and uh, you swapped it for South yeah. London. Yeah, for South London, big change. Now then, in Cornwall, it's just sort of relaxed. No one, I wouldn't say as much stress in Cornwall compared to. Like the commute to work, you buy the sea, it's quite nice. But here, yeah. it's packed in like sardines in the tube. But yeah. that's all right. There's a lot of surfing and stuff down there, fishing, mm -hmm. sailing, all sorts of. So, 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 kind of what what brought you to London then, and 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 what brought you to the beer trade? Uh, London, I'd say I fancied a change because it does get a bit repetitive. Small town, it's like. I think I need to spread my wings a bit. I'm glad I did. Okay. Uh, but I'd say I'm missing the beach right now because it looks like... It's a nice day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, beer trade. I've always been interested. My dad has always brewed his own beers, ciders and wines and stuff. And then my friend Jack put me in contact with Tom Jack. Right. Um, and we got talking and I thought I'd give it a go. Okay. Haven't looked back since. <laughs> Excellent. Good stuff. And when you're not bombing around on a forklift truck, is it right that you're bombing around on a skateboard? I am indeed. Always put my life at risk. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, skateboarding. Grew up doing it. It's all like surfing as well. So just having fun. Anything that keep me active, to be honest. But yeah. And, and what's the scene like? Like, are you in the scene? Where do you where do you go? Where's where are good places uh, to skate? I'd say Mile End's my favourite. So East East London is it? Mm -hmm. um, Mile End Skate Park or. Just South Bank or just around London. Mm -hmm. There's quite a big skate scene. And that's like so many people. So it's quite a good little community to be in, I reckon. Yeah, a lot yeah. of drinking as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can you can yeah. bring the beers <laughs> with your discount. And, and what um, like is it? I guess is it easy to kind of get into the scene, or did they kind of look at you as a, a bit of an outsider, West Country boy? Yeah, <laughs> little redneck. Um, <laughs> I'd say it's quite it's quite clicky. There's yeah. certain groups and whatnot, but I think if you just don't pay attention to it, just do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I think they just realise they don't really care. Yeah. And just like 
yeah but I'd say yeah it's quite quite clicky which is quite weird but yeah up here I'd say anyway in Cornwall it's just no one cares what you're doing just do you and then right. yeah okay. quite relaxed <laughs> okay so so do you see London sort of a, a long-term thing or is it do you kind of miss the call of the sea too too early to say maybe yeah well I think for now I'm pretty set on London but it'd be nice to go back I'm gonna go back in summer obviously and mm. but in winter it's just the most dull place in the world <laughs> like just rains a lot but yeah. yeah up here there's a lot more stuff to do which I'm quite happy about okay, okay. yeah and in terms of beer what's the beer scene down in Cornwall and, and was that one of the reasons that you wanted to kind of come to London was it something that you're into apart from your dad force feeding you uh, <laughs> yeah, home brew. Uh, the beer scene in Cornwall I would say is mostly drinking Stellas from a can but um, okay. I wouldn't say it's like a big craft but, well there is but it's not like up here we've got all these different breweries different sort yeah. of flavours well, but in Cornwall it's just I think a lot of people drink ciders like this Rattler right. Rattler it's called Rattler I don't know I don't really drink too much cider, but okay. yeah, it's not so much a craft scene down there. But okay. so, so, so kind of coming up here is is it open your mind a little bit to? Yeah, I've definitely tried a lot more new things. Like it's yeah. mad how much like you see different sort of beers around. Cause, like, at home, it's just well, home Cornwall, yeah. Stella, Carling, like all the the main ones. But now up here, you come and. There's all sorts of different things to try. It's quite nice. It's a good little change. Yeah. And, and what sort of beers have you got a taste for then? Uh, to be honest, it's quite funny. Stella. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do love a good Stella. But um, I really like the Shapeshift. I've tried Shapeshifter, yeah. like Shapeshifter Easy Peeler, mm -hmm. um, and I think Prospector. I like Prospector a lot. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I've still got a lot to try. Yeah. Not, maybe not all at once, but maybe not all at once. <laughs> nice one, Alex. Thank you for your time. Thanks Cheers for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Thanks very much for your time. Uh, yeah, great to meet you. Great to meet you. Um, and now we're going to speak to Katerina. She's the office manager. One of the most important roles in any office, I think. Uh, not just about coffee. Makes the wheels go round, basically. So yeah, here's Katerina. Okay, Katerina. 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 Yes. Katarina. <laughs> Welcome to the Four Girl Podcast. Thank you for taking part and sparing a bit of time. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you're a new starter-ish. When, when do you start? Yes, I've started a good two months ago. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah okay, I moved okay. to London three months ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Straight so, in. Straight to Four Pure. Okay, okay, yes. okay. So did you, what is your role here? I am the office manager. Okay. Yes. You're the one who keeps everything. I think that's the most important role in the business. Well, thank you. Businesses. I think the same. Yeah, <laughs> no. I'm sure. sure, sure. Um, yeah, um, I take I, I take care of the people here, so that's yeah. how I think of my role. So uh -huh, uh -huh. the coffee is the most important thing, definitely. Coffee is mm -hmm. definitely the most important yeah. thing. Yeah. After yeah. beer, of course. After beer. Yeah. yeah, they go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what? Um, so what were you doing? Where, where do you come from? I come from Slovenia. Okay. It's beautiful Slovenia. It is, it is, it is. Miss it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. too much yet. So um, okay. I lived in Ljubljana for the past yeah. five years. Which is the most gorgeous city. It is. I absolutely agree. Cheese, wine. Yeah. What's Tiny, the basic? Lovely. Yeah. yeah, there's a river yeah. going through it, it's all yes, cobbled. Yes. 
Okay, welcome, welcome. to Bermondsey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Good move. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. South, South East London, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah No yeah. river, but yeah, <laughs> love Ljubljana, so. Okay. But um, yeah, just decided I have to move to London. Okay, why? Yeah. Well, I fell in love with London, so okay. that's basically what happened. I had friends moved here a f- mm-hmm. few years ago, so just visited a lot, and then one day decided it's time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you what were you doing in Ljubljana before? Well, just before I moved here, uh, I was working in a private aviation company, like for as a travel agent for okay. uh, crew crews like pilots and stewardesses. Okay. Arranging stuff for them. Uh, before that, I was head of a customer support uh, kind of center, mm-hmm. a reservation mm-hmm. center for car rental. Okay. Okay. In Ljubljana. So yeah. Quite different now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so you moved here. Did you have an inkling that there was a job here first, or did you move here and within I, a month you got a job? I got the job before I moved here. Smart. So yeah, yeah. I've been here uh, for an interview in the beginning of June, mm-hmm. then moved end of February. Basically started after a week I've moved here, I believe. So okay, yeah, okay. almost almost three months here. So wow. So you've had quite an interesting. Well, few yes, it's months. been super exciting. Yeah, and <laughs> yes. exhausting, I would imagine. Well, well yeah. And or no, but everything happened just like really easily with yeah. all the move, finding a place, mm-hmm, finding mm-hmm. friends, people here was great. Um, yeah. So not exhausting actually. So, okay. Yeah. Good. London the loves you. The adrenaline. <laughs> London loves you. That's yes. the best life we've yes. ever had on the podcast. That's, yes. That, that makes everything that makes me happy. Really great. So good. so far. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. 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 And uh, so talking about four pure in your role here. Yeah. What are the What's the day to day? Well, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's an exciting day every day. A lot mm-hmm. of things happen. You make a plan in the morning, but then cannot follow it at all because a thousand things happen in between. Okay. Uh, basically, from the kitchen stuff, things like coffee, um, Never handling, run out of coffee. ordering and buying a lot of things for people. So basically, mm-hmm. almost like a Santa cost. Okay. Taking, uh, bringing them stuff every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Taking for we have a, new, a lot of new starters at the moment, so mm-hmm. that's quite a big part of my role, taking care of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doing inductions, um, and then yeah, like a thousand bits of pieces like every day. Um, okay. Happen like it's even it's it's hard for me to put it like on a list anyway. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's not boring, not even for a second. So that's what's okay. up that I like really. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 And what are, what are the sort of the challenges or what are the sort of questions you get asked most? Um, this is your opportunity to say. That? How do I do that? How do I do this? <laughs> where do I get that? And where do I get this? So basically that. Oh, and where is that? And where is this? Which I still don't know all the answers. Okay, because you're a new star to yourself. Yeah, it must but, be super hard. But, but yeah, it's it's been it's it's fine now. Um, <laughs> now I think I kind of got a hang of it. Everything. So okay. yeah. You, the thing is, when you become the office manager, you do become that that kind of central go-to yes. person for yes. almost anything. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm that kind of person. I ask a lot of questions myself. So I think I kind of learned a lot in a very short time. And everybody helped. Yeah. 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 They're a nice bunch. A very nice bunch. Yes. Yeah, we'll give them that. Very good place to work. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Not just saying because I'm on my computer. And what do you do? I mean, you're here in London. Do you spend your kind of weekends exploring or? Yeah, Yeah, mostly I like to just go places where I wasn't yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Also other breweries, tap rooms, 
I love to drink beer, not just because I work here, but yeah. also in my spare time, mm-hmm. going to market, have great food. Food is a big thing. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, basically doing that. Yeah. Okay, what's been your favorite discovery in London so far? Oh, that's hard to say. Oh, that's really hard to say. Okay. Well, my favorite place is Brixton, basically. Okay. And I've been, from the first time I visited London, I basically went to Brixton because my friend lived there and just always going back. Okay. For ramen and bricks and Brixton. For ramen. And ramen. Tell me where to go. There is an amazing koi ramen place right. in Port Brixton. Okay. I am a bit obsessed with it. Okay, I'm obsessed with ramen. <laughs> okay. We can talk like we can have a spare like yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I always do vegetarian one. Okay. Um, and then it's in, it's amazing. Are you vegetarian? Yeah. Okay. So um, I've been told also the pork. A version mm-hmm. is amazing but yeah so okay. Koi Ramen in Port Brixton that's okay. my place to go okay, I okay. take all the people there how's the egg how's the egg the egg is great is yeah, it yeah. is it still running in the middle not really uh, not really um, but you know it's, a, it's it's like a street food thing okay so, okay which I like yeah that's the, the egg is not running actually okay oh, I don't know interesting thing oh, okay you need to have a word with them about that yeah, you okay. need a bit of a runny egg okay Okay, yeah, you will yeah, tell yeah. me where to go to find a, a runny oh, egg. Oh, I'll help you to find yeah. a runny egg. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> These are the okay. important things. Okay. That's, that's great. From yeah, here yeah. to eggs, great. Okay, and <laughs> um, what, what about breweries? Which breweries have you, uh, you enjoyed? Well, you, uh, uh, ignore Four Pure for now. Oh, well, we'll take that for it's, granted. It's hard to, to ignore Four Pure <laughs> because it was one of the fav- first places I have ever visited. So, right. okay. uh, years ago, where it was only the, the, the Unit 22, just like kind of a tap room. Yeah. I've already been here drinking the stout and been just absolutely obsessed with it. Wow. Now that I can have it. Life is coming together for you. I know, right? Oh my word. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) Now that I can have it all, like basically all the time, I'm just not drinking it that much anymore. Okay. Just (laughs) trying all the other stuff. Yeah, sure. sure, sure. Um, But I don't know. Hmm. It's an interesting question. What would be my my second best? I don't know. Yeah. I would say Slovenian. I would okay, say Slovenian okay, so, one because I miss it now. Yeah, okay, okay. But, Tell us about Slovenian. Um, Slovenian? Oh, wow, yeah. The, the, there's like a craft brewery that's been really big there. Mm-hmm. Um, so What's it called? It's called Bevok. Okay. It's actually a funny thing because it's everything is really hard in Slovenia, like from the bureaucratic point of view. Okay. So he was not able to open a brewery easily in Slovenia. Mm-hmm. So he just went over the border in Austria. They gave him land. Uh-huh. So it's really? a Slovenian beer made in Austria, okay. but we don't care about that. So we okay. take it as our own. Okay, that's good. That's kind of like in Finland. Uh, they all go to a state. Yeah, and he, he's, it's really popular. Like really, really good quality beer. Amazing, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. There, actually you can actually get it somewhere here okay. in London as well. So. Okay, when yeah. you do find it, let us know. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely it. Bring, it, bring some back, I hope. Um, can I bring it just to show the yeah. people here. Amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, from any, any other, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Verdant. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I've not Fruity. been to the brewery, no, but I've, no, I've got either. it in a pub, and usually I just choose Verdant and try yeah. a new one. Yeah. 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 They're yeah, pretty, pretty solid, yeah. juicy, cloudy, hazy. Yeah. This is yeah. This is my kind. But they do it so well. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. That's it, Verdant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Okay, well, bring us back some uh, Slovenian beer next time. Yes, I'll do next my time best. you go home and visit the. Yeah, oh, yeah, Christmas. Visit, <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't have time oh, no, to we can go wait back. Till then. Okay. <laughs> it's summer. We, for summer, we go for Croatia, so. Ah, yeah. yeah, by the coast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
I get yes. you. I get yes. you. I get you. Good stuff. Thank you for your time. Thanks for joining well, us. Well, my pleasure. And, uh, yeah, please, Blimey, everything's looking good. We do talk about ramen now, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. For the next hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a separate podcast. Great. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you to John, Katerina and Alex for your time. Really appreciated it. I'll be back next month uh, speaking to some more new starters and whoever else I can persuade to talk to me on a podcast. Um, but thanks for listening as always and take care.